Welcome to a Life of Freedom podcast, your source of inspiration and information on how and why you should choose to pursue your own happiness, pursue your passion, and design a life that fulfills you and makes it your own. And now here's your host, Ayesh LKZ. Welcome to episode 16 of season 2. Today we are talking with Kieran Callum, an international men's dating coach and the creator of God Tier Dating. Let's get to the show. Before we start, I would like to talk about WISE, formerly known as TransferWISE. Receive money directly to your account with zero fees wherever you are in the world. Hold and convert money to over 40 currencies instantly in your account and get a debit card to spend in any currency. All with low and transparent fees. Try it out from the affiliate link below with no additional cost to you. And now back to the podcast. Asiran, it's uh, great to meet you. Uh, thank you for coming for the podcast. Uh, it's great to have you here. So tell yeah, us uh, who you are. Yeah. Like, please tell us who you are and what you do when you started that. Uh, what's your journey? All right. Kieran Callum, I'm a men's dating coach. And why am I a men's dating coach? Because basically, you know, like in the whole world of dating, we have this term called like a natural, who's this man who for one reason or another, he was just naturally good with women and he never really had to learn anything because he was just great from the beginning. That wasn't me, not even close to being me, not even close. So when I was growing up, I was shy, uh, insecure, weird, scared, all of that stuff and very socially inept. Now, here's the thing, like most of the guys I coach, they just need help meeting women, but generally they're more or less okay. They just kind of need help in that area. That's the deal for most men. I was socially odd. So if you met me when I was 18 or so, you'd have just thought I was strange. You know, you probably would have liked me, but I'm strange and you kind of want to keep your distance. And I always felt very isolated, just isolated from people and just it was just it was really frustrating and stressful because obviously you're 18 years old you're 19 years old i got all this testosterone pumping through my system and i'm seeing these girls walking by and i want to do things with them but i've got no idea how to talk to them whatsoever but then i find it hard to make friends as well and there's a phrase that i say which pretty much sums up the way i felt which was that there was i don't know there was women and then there's me and in between women and me, it's like there's the Atlantic Ocean, literally. Now, yeah, yeah. not only the Atlantic Ocean between me and women, but they had no interest in crossing the ocean. It was just up to me. But I had no idea how to do it. And again, frustrating, lonely, painful, etc. Then one day I had an accident. And the accident I had is where I uh, ripped the nerves and tendons oh. in my right wrist. I don't can you see this scar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's really I've got a very big scar here. And I yeah, had to yeah, relearn yeah. use my hand for a year. So for one year, I couldn't use this hand. Right? One whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
that was like the moment when things changed because this whole argument kind of, the argument that caused this happened as a result of me not knowing how to talk and how to communicate, et cetera. So then I was like, I really need to fix this. And then it just got me on this journey of like learning social skills and things like that. And then I got my social skills up to a certain degree and it's like, yay, now I can make friends and talk to people and stuff. But even then I still wasn't quite where I needed to be with women because like I'm not having conversations with them, but they're not attracted to me. They're not going home with me. I'm not having girlfriends and whatever. So yeah, then it's yeah. like, okay, I really need to work on this. So the long and short of it is that after doing a lot of personal work on myself, um, I reached a point where now all of those problems are a thing of the past. Um, sex here, dates here, threesomes here. All of the stuff that I really craved growing up is actually like routine for me now. And yeah. now I help men who are either where I used to be or just not happy with their situation to change their situation. Okay, nice. Yeah. I think it's a very inspiring story for like, you know, a lot of people like if you're like if you are not like, you know, not socially good or like, you know, you're not good with people, you're not good with people. So it's like, it's a kind of, let's say it's a learnable skill that you can actually practice and you can actually get there, like not being, it's not like a kind of that thing that comes with birth or it would not be something for, you know, someone to have with natural, but, you know, it's a thing that people can learn. So um, tell us, how would you the first you start with like you can't approach them and it's like you see them that you can't like you actually you mentioned the Atlantic Ocean so how do you like you know got over the like the anxiety to approach like how would you uh, advise you know people to go with this? all right so the thing is this what a lot of guys want and what actually pretty much every man wants really and something I wanted as well was like some magic words that someone yeah. could say make the fear go away and those magic words don't exist so if anyone is listening is hoping that i could say oh just think this and then it's like boom i'm not scared anymore now i can just do it doesn't really exist it's basically like this yes it helps massively the sort of things that you say to yourself so for instance if you're walking around looking for women to talk to and you're telling yourself in your head oh come on you loser oh oh i'm really scared oh she's not gonna like me or if your internal self-talk is bad then that is going to crush your confidence you can't be walking around telling yourself that you're an idiot or that you're not good enough and then just hope that when you see that woman, boom, all this confidence is going to kick in. So the first thing is you've got to be, you have to walk, talk, carry yourself like you're someone special while you're going around looking for people to speak to, whether you're in a club or on the street or whatever. That's very important. It's hugely important. That's number one. Number two, though, that aside, you just need to do it. And it's really as simple as that. It's like, if you take someone who's really scared of public speaking, they need to do the public speaking. Now, they're not going to overcome the fear without actually overcoming the fear. And the way overcoming the fear is to actually do the thing that you're scared of until you realize it's not scary. Now, what you can do is you can ease yourself into it. So, for instance, if you were scared of approaching, you might walk up to someone and ask for the time. Yeah. Like a lot of people, find that very hard to do 
you know, so excuse me, do you have the time? Yeah, it's 7.15. Okay, thanks. And you might do that. Or then you might start um, saying, oh, the weather's really nice today, isn't it? You know, like that is when you're asking someone the weather, it's like it's further along than asking for the time. But at the same time, you're not stating the fact that you're attracted to them or whatever, you know, something. So you do little things like that. Then you might say, you might then go, excuse me, I just wanted to say, I think you look really beautiful today. Have a nice day. No woman on the planet is going to, well, not no woman, but still. You walk up to 20 women and you say, excuse me, I just wanted to say you look absolutely amazing today. Have yourself a good day. And you walk off. She isn't going to be like, this man walked up to me and he told me I look beautiful. And then he walked off and he had this great energy about him. She ain't going to, like, you're going to make a day. She's going to, huh. Hmm. All right, then. <laughs> She's going to, huh. The point is you can ease, ease yourself into it, basically. Baby step yourself. So that's what I'd say. Okay, nice. So actually, I was watching one of your videos that uh, kind of uh, kind of helped me go through something that I, questions that I have, because, like, I have done approaches, but, the main thing that I have is like, I can't like, you know, hold up the conversation. Like, you know, sometimes if I feel awkward, I might, you know, kind of step out of it. So actually mm. one of the things you talk about is like, um, you like stay in the, like, you know, stay in the conversation and uh, you like talk about uh, from your perspective, you talk and you, you give out statements, you talk about yourself or the topics you want to talk about and you have to get her interested in order to, uh, like continue the conversation. So, could you elaborate? All right. So, basically, it's kind of like this. An example I often give is how many times has this happened to you? It's happened to, I say, most people where someone walks up to you and starts a conversation with you, and you have very little interest in continuing the conversation, and they're just talking about whatever. And then at some point in the conversation, they say something like, they go, Oh, so you know, I was with Tom Cruise the other day on his yacht. And then you're like, what? You know Tom Cruise? You're like, yeah, yeah, um, I'm his bodyguard. You're like, hold on, you're Tom Cruise's bodyguard. And then yeah. as a result, you're now way more interested in talking to them now. Now, whether they did it deliberately or not, what happened is they gave you some value which said to you, you should give a crap about speaking to me because of this. And yeah. the point is that, you see, as a man, you see some woman, you go, oh, I like the look of her. So you walk up to her and you talk to her because you like the look of her. So that's the inherent value. The inherent value she has is that she looks good to you. But men are attracted visually. Women are way less attracted to looks than men are. Therefore, when you walk up to a woman, it's not impossible. Of course it happens, but it's less likely to happen. She is more likely to be like, who is this man? Why do I care? Now, considering the fact that as a woman, she's going to be attracted to you for many more reasons than your looks, you want to pepper in things that are going to say to her why she should be interested in this conversation. So, for instance, one thing I might say if I was talking to a woman today is I might go, oh, you know, I've just been, I finally got my course ready and I'm about to do, I'm doing a product launch for my course. He's like, hold on, you, you have a course. So what, are you a teacher? Who, who do you teach? What kind of position of power are you in where you're imparting information on other people? Or am I go, oh, so I'm 
working on my new book. Hold on, what kind of book? Is this fiction? Hold on, you're a writer. Are you a published author? Are you really famous? Do you write fiction, nonfiction? Things like this. Now, this isn't to say that you're going to tell lies, but the point is you say things and then all of a sudden you're peppering in info about who you are because she's going about her day and she's living her life. And then all of a sudden you just start talking to her. Why should she care about you? So there's that. But then other things as well is like something people love to talk about is themselves. Yeah. So something I heard is that everybody's tuned into a radio station called What's In It For Me FM. And if you can tell her something about herself, that sets you apart from so many people. Because like the average man who walks up to a woman is just going to say, like, I don't know, you look good. Or he's going to like beat around the bush and talk about the weather or whatever. But like, let's say you say to a woman, I'm getting a very creative vibe from you. Now, you've gone past what she looks like, and you're now talking about her as a person. And then she's like, hold on, why does he think I look creative? Well, firstly, maybe she is creative. And then she's like, hmm, this this is an interesting guy because he can actually see. He can see into my soul based on like the way I'm dressed or my energy or something. He can actually see who I am. Or she might be like, well... I mean, I don't really think I'm creative, but why does he think I'm creative? And then it's way more interesting. I mean, funnily enough, actually, this happened to me years ago. Well, it was a completely different thing, but this man just walked up to me in the street and just started telling me really true things about myself. Like, he's like, you're like this, and you're like this, and you're like this, and you're like this. And he just started talking from nowhere. And it was so gripping because it's like, huh, where's all this coming from? Huh? And then funnily, funnily enough, I ended up giving that guy money as well. Like, I think it was some sort of scam or something because he actually ended up asking me for I did. But the point is, by walking up to me and just reading me, I was like in. I was hooked. I was transfixed. Like, I wanted to know more. And there you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, you talk about also, like, you know, getting to know like women as a person is not not just like by the look. Could you talk about the importance of you know getting to know as a person to like how does it affect in kind of the relationship or anything that goes past uh, like you know first initial? Got it, got it. So the thing is, in the time I've been coaching guys, which has been five years now, getting onto. And then I've been in this scene for like 20 years as well. So I'm actually a lot older than I look. I'm pretty sure most people looking at this probably think I'm about 30. I'm actually 40. So there is that. I've been in this scene for a long time. And the point is most guys are so desperate to get a woman that they don't even consider what she might be like as a person. So if you if you take men who are bored of their wife or their girlfriend or like they just don't want to be with her anymore. One of the main reasons is it's like, you know, like I say, they're just bored of it. They're sick of it. They've just had, they've just kind of had enough. But a lot of the time that is literally because they just got with the first woman that they could and they didn't really think about anything else. So it's like, I really, the man is like, I really need to get some sex. And she is willing to offer it to me. She's opening her legs to you. Fantastic. But the thing is this, it's like, it, this is really as simple as it gets. Like, have you, most of the men who are watching this right now, 
have watched porn to some degree, right? And which I used to do a lot. Now, the thing is this, do you go back and watch the same video again and again and again? I didn't. I would try and rotate and find new videos. The reason why is because as humans, we're hardwired towards novelty, especially in a sexual sense. And the same video again and again actually gets kind of boring. Right. The same thing happens where women are concerned. So if you just get with a woman because she's just a woman and don't think about, okay, when the sexual novelty wears off, when it's actually a case of I'm actually just with this person, am I actually going to like that person? Does she make me laugh or smile? Do I enjoy spending time with her? Do I like her outlook on life? Whatever. Then, you know, it's just, how's that going to work? You know, you should have the same level of standards for the woman you're going to be with as you would have for your your best friend. Your best friend isn't going to be some guy who just happens to be a man. Your best friend's going to be someone who's your best friend. No, there you go. I mean, fundamentally, it's like, if the woman you're talking to, if you could, like, control X, her personality, and then control V, that personality, into the body of a man, would you still be interested in talking to her? If the answer is no, then really and truly it's not going to work long term. Yeah, yeah, that's a kind of a example, but yeah, it is. Mm. So, uh, so you talk about, uh, so you have seen, I've seen the video, but you talk about like, you know, having a mindset of a warrior. So what, what does that entail? So oh, does, okay. Well, yeah. okay, got it, got it. I mean, essentially it's kind of like this, right? And this has been a huge part of my journey. So there's discomfort and then there's suffering, right? And they're very closely related. And most people probably think they're the same thing, but they're not. So suffering is when you've got discomfort plus resistance. So let me explain. Discomfort is I'm in the gym and I'm doing all of this. And there's signals going off in my body, which is saying that we're working very hard. Okay, this isn't easy for us to do. That's discomfort. Suffering is when you're like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I gotta stop. Oh, no, man, why am I doing this? Why am I just at home? I could just be lying down, eating cake, or watching. Ah, oh, that's suffering. And the point is that we as people usually link the two. So discomfort is I walked up to a woman. And I spoke to her and she said, no, thank you. Suffering is everything you tell yourself as a result. Suffering is I'm a loser. Suffering is I'm not good enough. Suffering is nobody wants me. Suffering is I'm never going to find someone for me. Suffering is all of that stuff. And the whole mindset of a warrior is literally about embracing discomfort and disconnecting suffering and choosing not to suffer, essentially. You know, that's what, that's literally what separates it. So for instance, you've got two boxers and they're in a boxing match and they're fighting, boom, 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 boom. And they're really going for it. That's what separates the winner and the loser. Any kind of sporting event, it's the ability to just do what needs to be done in the face of a really tough obstacle. This guy's punching my face in. I've got blood coming out of my nose. Okay. I'm dizzy. All of this. Now, there's a part of you that wants to curl into a ball and cry. And, you know, there's a part of you that wants to do this, but no, we're going to walk through it anyway, even though this hurts, even though there's all of these signals that my body is telling me, which is going, you know what, maybe you want to run, but actually, no, we're just going to walk through the fire. That's it right there. 
And so, pretty much, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, we just finished. Pretty much all of the men who we really admire, they all have this mindset to one degree or another. Whether that man is a 50 cent, whether it's Mahatma Gandhi, whether it's um, some like Mike Tyson, it's all the same thing. Yeah. It really is. You're just, mm, you're just walking through discomfort and choosing not to suffer. Yes, it's like, uh, let's say you, as in, in terms of dating, like, you know, when you approach and if you get rejected, you don't have to, like, you know, beat yourself up about it and can move on. Yeah. Without, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, going back to the uh, previous topics now, when we're having the conversation now, like, how can uh, someone, like, what can someone do to, like, improve their conversation skills, like, you know, kind of storytelling, like, uh, kind of talking about some topics and, you know, like, be knowledgeable about it? Uh, what can someone do to, like, improve their conversation skills? All right. The main thing that people need to improve conversational skills is it's not really what they think so the main thing is actually believing in what you say so if you look at okay. someone who tells rubbish stories the main issue is going to be that when they're telling a story they don't sound like they're passionate okay so it's kind of like this if i say if i was to say to you so i woke up and i went to the shop and when i was at the shop I saw this girl and the girl said, hello, Kieran. And I said, hello to the girl. You're probably quite bored hearing that. And imagine I did that for five minutes. But if I said to you, okay, look, 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 all right, right. So I went to the shop, right? And when I was at the shop, you won't believe this, but I saw this girl. And then she stops and she looks me in the eye and she's like, hello, Kieran. I'm like, who the hell are you? That's way more interesting. Way more. Yeah, yeah. You know, passion and believing in what you say that's the main thing the other thing is people who like lack conversational skills you're so scared to put yourself out there you're so scared to dive into the conversation and to let it out that you play safe right and then it's kind of like this you kind of so if you imagine you're in a hospital you got the ekg theirs is like flat it's literally like a flat line whereas actually very so maybe sometimes you go really loud and then sometimes you're quiet and mm, mm, mm. that would be that's the main thing the main and easiest thing for someone to do is to actually just throw themselves into it because fundamentally it's like if you're afraid to polarize then you're not going to be very memorable. Yeah. That's pretty much it. If you're afraid to do something that's going to make some people think you're weird, then nobody's going to really think you're that impressive. Yeah. So mm. uh, let's talk about now, you're having a conversation with Roman. So like, how do you know to kind of uh, like move it to kind of the next step forward or like, you know, maybe go on instant date or kind of, or like, you know, take their number, like how would you know to like, you know, how to gauge that uh, situation? All right, well, okay, essentially I'd say it's like this, but you've given me a few things. So you said instant date, taking a number, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's kind of like this. You need to just assume attraction. So what I mean is... Okay, yeah. Let me give you a good example. What we we want as men is we want to know 
that there's something that you can see which is guaranteed to mean that a woman likes you, right? And there are general science, for instance, if she's looking into your eyes and she's gazing and she's smiling and she's completely focused on you and the pupils dilate, then yeah, she's really into you, that's true. But the absence of that doesn't mean that she's not into you either. For instance, I remember one of my most recent approaches, I approached this woman who, to be honest, while I was talking to her, I'm thinking to myself, this woman doesn't like me at all. Not even one little bit. I'm thinking that. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, but hold on, Kevin. You know that it's possible that she actually does. And then once we start messaging on Instagram, it turned out she actually really loved me, but she was shy. So the thing is this. The main thing that as a guy you need to look for to say this woman is actually into me is, is she still there? Honestly, it's the main thing. Okay. But it's kind of like this. Like, let's, let's say you've got a Netflix show. You know how you can tell how popular your Netflix show is? Well, not you, but the people at Netflix anyway. Literally, there's data that says 5 million people watch this show. And of these 5 million people, 4.9 million people watched it to the end. It's like, oh, people really like this. And the amount of people who thumbs up it is like, boom. If you are in front of a woman, and she is still there, and she hasn't made any attempt to leave whatsoever, that is the biggest sign that you need that she likes you and she is happy with the conversation and she doesn't want it to end. Yeah. So I think it's uh, like, it's it's very simple, like, you know, but like that's not the thing that, you know, people look for kind of signs or kind of like complex things, but it's really... I mean, it's so, honestly the main thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's say now uh, moving on to kind of uh, dating aspect of things. Now, let's say you, uh, so let's talk about like the, after the initial interaction. So how would you, you know, maybe on texting or you get social media. So how would you kind of uh, go for the, like kind of the first date or kind of the first first meeting? All right. So the main thing that a guy wants to do is have, it's basically like this. She needs to be following you on social media. That's the main thing. Number one, because let's say she meets, a woman meets a guy, right? Now, from your perspective, it's like, oh my God, I've met this girl and blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing and duh, duh, duh. She has more, much more fears than you. She's worried about whether or not you're a weirdo, whether or not you're a creep, whether or not you're a player. There's all of these kinds of fears that are in her head. And so she meets you and she has a nice interaction with you and then you kind of go your own way and she goes her own way. But after she's gone, um, she starts to forget who you are and she starts to forget how amazing you are. All of that starts to fade away. So having her follow you on social media is brilliant because it constantly reminds her of who you are, how great you are, and her connection to you. It's like a constant reminder. So, for instance, she might worry that you're weird, but then she sees you on social media with attractive women. Well, you're probably not weird. Huh. Things like that. You know, they say out of sight, out of mind. That's very true where women are concerned. So social media allows you to stay in sight and in mind. But the other thing is you want to arrange the date during the meeting as well. That's something yeah. that you want to do. You don't want to be like... You don't, you don't want to take her number without her really knowing why you've taken the number. You want to take the number so you guys can actually meet up. And then when you actually start messaging, you start messaging 
leading up to the thing that you've already agreed that you're going to do anyway, which was the meetup, the date, or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, uh, Caleb, like, tell us the, about the, uh, now the new, you have developed a new course uh, from, like, you know, very recent. You know, uh, All right. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that then, like, you know, you've been, you know, I think you've been a coach for, like, many years now. You have like, you know, master's knowledge. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's talk about, like, you know, what you have all right, so basically, it's kind of like this. Like I said, I've been at this for a long time. It's been like two decades that I've been in this space. And I've learned like a lot, like literally a lot. If there was a university qualification or something that you could have on that, I would be one of the, I'd be like marking people, basically. Like I, I, I know all of this stuff. But anyway, the point is this though. I'm only kind of like one man. And I've been coaching people for years, but you see coaching people, it's like, let's assume me and you were working together right now. It's, yeah. There's only so many hours in the day, you know? So there's only so many people that you can actually coach. And for the longest time, I've been just focused on one-to-one coaching, which is great, but it kind of lowers the reach. So what I've done is I've created a course, which is basically a compendium, a collection of everything that i know when it comes to dating and attraction social skills etc like basically everything there's nothing that isn't actually in this course it's huge there's probably like about a day's worth of video content not to mention i really mean as well i say like 24 hours worth of video at least not to mention two to three novels worth of uh, reading materials as well. It's like incredibly comprehensive. It's called God to your dating because that's what it's going to do. Like take your dating to God tier. So there isn't a single man who couldn't get something from it. Like it's not actually possible. Unless you happen to know everything that's there. Okay, fine. Well, if you do, then I guess you don't. You wouldn't need it. But beyond that, if there's some issue with your dating life that you're like, I'm not happy with this, I'm not happy where this is going, it will give you a transformation. Okay. So also, uh, can you talk about any kind of the kind of topics you uh, like, you know, go through? Yeah. What kind of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, kind of, of do like kind of a breakdown. So it's like people would know, like, you know. What well, you know what? Maybe, can I share my screen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can share. All right. So uh, hold on, let me see. Uh, okay. Can you see my screen? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yes. All right, cool. So, look, essentially, the first uh, element is the mindset of a warrior. So we were just speaking about that earlier. This is how to be a strong man who is able to build, be, be his own person and walk through the fire of life and basically just dominate on your own terms. This is very important because essentially the main ingredient that, men need when it comes to attracting women is self-belief and loving the guy that they see in the mirror oops that's the absolute main thing and essentially it's kind of like this it's like 80 percent of the job of attracting a woman is who you are how you feel about yourself that's literally 80 percent of it the other 20 percent is techniques and whatnot so 
the first module is about giving you the right mindset, the mindset to keep going when you get rejected, the mindset to look in the mirror and love the guy in the mirror, the mindset that's going to have you radiate that energy that's going to make a woman think, oh, who is this man? I like this guy. I want to know more. Okay. Boom. Then after that, we've got elite social skills. All right. So how to hold yourself in a conversation, how to lead the room, how to be funny. Now, I've broken down humor. There's a module on humor and how a man can be funny, how to project confidence, how to talk to groups, how to not run out of things to say. So general social skills that you will need, because here's the thing as well. If your social skills aren't up to par, you're never really going to hold the attention of any women. Like it's just never going to happen. Your social skills need to be up to par. Oh, and by the way, something I haven't said is that each one of these uh, modules as well. So it features a video. So if I click here, there's a video conversation skills. Hello, if I tap that, welcome to the social see. skills element. Hold on. Where area. are we going to be? I should be Portion, on screen. Division. Division. There's me talking about how it's not the right things to say. So, and then underneath the, that, we also have like a supporting document basically related to the whole topic of how to not run out of things to say. That's what we got here. Anyway, how to build an awesome social circle, okay? So one of the things that most guys don't realize is that it is way easier for you to meet women through your social circle than any other way. Way easier. For reasons I could go into it's basically like you approach a woman cold down the street or in a bar or a club she doesn't know who you are she doesn't trust you etc when she meets you through social circle she does trust you because you you come recommended from a trusted source okay and this is how to build an amazing social circle and use that to meet women that's what this is about how to date women and we've got the psychology of dating Okay, how to approach women on the street, how to approach women in bars and clubs, how to flirt, how to have an amazing first date. All of this is broken down in explicit detail. Okay, then I've got cold approach videos. So, videos of me cold approaching women. Okay, meeting a Western woman on an Asian beach, an Italian yoga teacher, Romanian arm wrestler, a coffee shop employee. Joe analyzes Kieran's approach. That's my good friend, Joe, analyzing my approach of a woman in a coffee shop, meeting a Russian on the street, etc. So you can watch all of these and learn from what I did right. And even in some cases, the couple of things I did that could have been improved on so that you can imbue this into your own life and approach women, essentially. Online dating for winners. How to create a profile how to write a bio, how to go from match to number. So I don't think I really need to say that most guys don't get much action on dating apps. Well, there's a reason for that. And in here, I will break down why you're not getting matches on apps and what you need to do to get matches, how to create an interesting bio. I mean, yeah, how to create a bio that makes her think, you know what? Yeah, I like the look of this guy. Huh. And from match to number. 
So now I've got a free dating app script that a man can use in order to basically take a woman from matching her to getting a number. So he can just follow this script word for word if he wants. But I also break down the science of messaging and how he should message women in an appropriate way so that they actually are interested, intrigued and don't ghost it. I break down that as well. How women approach online dating. So there's hours and hours of conversations with women where you can actually see women in real time going through men's profiles and saying yes no no yes no 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 yes etc and why as well and actually what it is that they do or don't like about these guys profiles fitness gladiator fitness how to get into shape right so i've got a workout plan as well as a workout plan i've got mindsets that you need to adopt in order to get yourself in shape in order to not just start working out once and then give up and never do it again, but to stick with it and to actually keep going until you get that body that you want. <laughs> then we've got the sex God masterclass. What is this about? I mean, it's pretty clear really how to be great in bed, how to go from just talking and chatting to actually ending up in bed, how to give her a great time in bed, how to talk dirty, things like this, you know, and then, also as well, also, 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 there's hours and hours of conversations, interviews with women where they are saying in explicit detail what they do and don't like in the bedroom. Hours and hours and hours of that. And then bonus materials. So there are some bonus materials. First bonus material is access to a free um, well, firstly, I do a free Tinder profile review for uh, guys who sign up as well. So if you actually join up and then email me with the subject line free Tinder profile review, I will give you just that. I will review your Tinder profile for free. There's an exclusive WhatsApp coaching group as well, which uh, is exactly what it sounds like, really. There's a coaching group for members of God Tier Dating where you will be... Yeah, coached by me and you can also be part of the community as well and hear from other guys and learn from other guys etc you also get two months of personal coaching with me which kind of speaks for itself really like i will coach you for two months to help you to get to where you want to be there's also uh, some free downloads as well so i've got a book for you called how to meet and keep your dream woman which i think speaks for itself another one called how to approach women and then another one called 13 Ways to Make Her Want You. And this is essentially, it's like I have jam-packed this course with as much value as I possibly could. And actually, you know, I think it's time for me to show my face again. Da, da, da. Yeah, I've jam-packed this with as much value as I possibly could. As much value. Yeah, I think it's, uh, what to go through it, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's really comprehensive as you said it's like, like all all the topics that you would need to know to like you know pursue. So uh, a few questions that I have uh, have some like, yeah. catch up. Yeah. So you talk about like you know flirt, flirting. So like there's also kind of teasing and that could you uh, like differentiate like what differentiate between uh, teasing and flirting? Like, I mean, it depends what you mean by teasing, really. But okay. Because like teasing could mean that you're kind of attacking someone, but I suppose in the way that you mean, you mean like playful teasing, like a mental. Yeah. I mean, 
teasing is when you're like playfully making fun of someone. But here's the thing. If you're teasing someone in the sense that you mean, in a dating sense, then that is actually flirting. So teasing would be a type of flirting, but not all flirting is teasing. So essentially, flirting just, flirting is when two people are having a conversation and the conversation could be about anything, but the actual content of their words is just a smokescreen for their attraction. So they're both thinking to themselves, I'm attracted to this other person, I'm attracted to you all. And they're both feeling attraction, but they're talking about Star Trek, the next generation. But actually it's like, no, Captain Picard is the best Starfleet captain of all time. No, that is rubbish. Benjamin Sisko kicks Captain Picard's ass. Now, they're flirting with each other. They don't really care about Star Trek. It's actually about the fact that they're into each other and that's what's going on. So that can be any kind of flirting. Anyway, teasing, as you put it, that's playfully attacking someone. So it's like, let's say you decided that she was Mussolini because she's really powerful and she's like a dictator. And then you playfully call her Mussolini. Now that would be teasing. You know, like you're, you playfully call her the little dictator. You know, how's, how's my little dictator doing today? Now you're teasing by calling her a dictator. But why you're not all flirting is teasing, all teasing is flirting. Because you could flirt and say something like, what would you like to do today? If you had the chance to spend two hours of uninterrupted time privately with me, what would you like to do? Now, you haven't teased her at all. But just based on the way that's been said, it's been pretty clear that that whole line, that whole conversational thread is heading down a sexual slash romantic slash flirtatious vibe. So, yep. There we go. Okay. So uh, also now uh, you talk about uh, what the online dating aspect of it. So let's talk about kind of uh, kind of common mistakes you see in like, you know, people's profile, like, you know, what kind of mistakes do they make and, you know, what kind of easy fixes that they would, you know, kind of have. Well, firstly, I think anybody who's been making mistakes in their profile and doesn't know what to do should get my course guard to your dating because all of that is in there fully. That's basically what we're talking about from start to finish. Uh Oh, I'm on 5%. That's number one. Number two. Basically, think about the woman you want to attract and think about what she wants to see in a man. And be aware of the fact that it's not just enough for her to see a picture of you. For instance, right now, if if the screen of me right now was my dating profile image, what is it? You can see that what I look like. Okay, fine. But what else do you know about me? I mean, I'm wearing a flat cap. Maybe I'm sophisticated. Maybe. Maybe. Really? but it doesn't really say much about me as a person. And the point is that you want your pictures to really show who you are and the kind of life that you live that the woman who meets you is going to be a part of. So again, God to your dating. This is covered in great length or at great length in the course. So how to know what kind of woman you want to create a profile for and how to basically structure your dating app profile so that it is configured to a certain type of person so that when she sees it she goes whoa this guy's cool i like this guy this guy it's like 
it's almost like he made the profile for me specifically. So uh, let's say uh, you talk about also kind of you know being funny, you know, like having a sense of humor. So let's talk about uh, like kind of elaborate from like uh, how can you like you know what kind of things you can do, uh, and, like you know telling jokes. Or- how can a guy be funny? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, just a kind of you know basic uh, uh, kind of basic tips that you know someone can do or like you know some exercises uh, like you know they can do like to keep on uh, kind of like you know go to the stage again. Gotiadating.com. It's all in there. Okay, nice. But the quick thing to say is you got to take chances. You know, so. Most guys who are watching this, who might be like, oh my God, how do I become funny? Well, they're probably not trying to be funny. So if you try to tell more jokes, eventually you're going to get better. You know, you have to be prepared to try to do the thing. So for instance, if you want to get big muscles, but you're not in the gym lifting weights, your muscles aren't going to get any bigger. You know, so mm, actually try, that'd be it. But again, yeah. like I say, God Tier Dating has a full, 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 full uh, module on humor. And basically what it is that makes something funny and how guys can bring that into their own dating lives. Yeah, it's like uh, you have to be, you know, like in like like in all things, you have to be kind of bad at first to like, you know, get to that it later. Practice, yeah. you know, put yourself out there. So uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, we have kind of come to the round's conclusion so so you have the course so you know people can come follow you uh, it's your course and you know you can talk, uh, what does freedom means to you um the ability to be who you want to be and to do what you want to do and to not be constrained by anybody else i mean a great example of this being when the covid lockdown happened I was fortunate enough to be able to go to Bali and spend 14 months in Bali while 99% of the United Kingdom was literally in their homes 24-7, unable to go anywhere. And most people were going crazy, like suicide rates tripled and quadrupled, etc. I had the freedom to do that. Um, it means living life on your own terms, essentially. I mean... Because of the way I live, it's I am able to be my own person. I might go to Mexico next week. I'm really not sure. And that's an option for me. It's a total option for me to go to Mexico next week and stay there until Christmas. That is freedom to me. Freedom to me means being creative it means uh, writing stories it means expressing myself expressing my creativity and putting myself out there into the world i'd say that's what freedom is i say if you are like let's say if the person you are in your head is completely different to the person you are externally and if the reason why the person you are in your head is completely different to the person you are externally is because on some level you're scared of showing that person to the world, then you're not free. You're literally in a prison. It's literally like the real you is locked up in a jail. Yeah. So that is what I would say. Okay, nice. So, uh, Kieran, it's great to meet you. Uh, thank you for coming to the podcast. So we'll uh, see you soon. We'll you know keep in touch and we'll see how the course goes. And- 
yeah, yeah, great, great, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. GodTierDating.com, G-O-D-T-I-E-R-D-A-T-I-N-G.com. Um, thank you. Have yourself a great day and see you. Thank you for listening to our conversation. Don't forget to sign up twice if you need to send or receive money from abroad. Please leave a review and subscribe to the show. See you next time. Uh-huh.